Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcy Novelli. We're excited to announce that we have our first batch of shirts available to purchase on our website. Get 10% off with the coupon code BTAROCKS. This week, we're joined by singer-songwriters Trey and Ty Turner of The Icarus Account. The Icarus Account have released seven albums independently since 2007, with their latest album, Over the Moon, out now. Their music's enabled them to make countless connections all over the world, while, um, and the band say that's more important to them than anything else. The band are definitely on our wavelength. In their bio, they say, We love writing, we love recording, we love meeting fans for the first time, and calling them friends by the end of the night. We're excited to hear about their evolution over the years, and the advice they'd offer to other musicians who want to follow in their footsteps. Hey, how's it going? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? This is good. Um, we've, we've, we usually do an interview with one with one artist. Now we have two, and I think uh, it's actually going to it's challenging, but it's also going to be a lot more fun. I think. I think we're um, going to have some uh, some brotherly rivalry coming out, <laughs> and I think it's going to be it's going to be, be controversial. We'll be the referees, you know, if if need be. Sounds That's good. good. I hope we need hopefully, that. the Skype lag is on his computer and then I get, you know, to throw more words in the argument. <laughs> I love it. So actually, before we even get started, I have a question. Who was born first? Uh, that'd be me. Okay, so you go first then. Tell us okay. three things about yourself that everyone should know, Ty. Three things about myself. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, I like protein powder. That's, that's one thing that everybody should know. I've become known for... Um, scooping protein powder directly into my mouth it's become like a thing like when we tour with other bands they're like what are you doing like you know just kind of throwing protein in my mouth that's uh that's some weird thing that you should probably know about me um let's see what else hmm you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go to Trey and get one and then and then i'll, I'll think of a couple more what sounds like, whoa, that's a great idea Oh, oh! My, someone's dogs come to say hello. Yeah, the dog. What? What's your the, name? What's your dog's uh, name, Trey? Walter. His name's Walter. But Walter. Uh, Walter he White? is. Uh, uh, he, he, yeah, Walter White. Walter White, the meth, the meth dealing dog. Yeah, he deals meth on the side. All right, um, Trey. Uh, I have a dog Trey, named We're going to go back and forth here. So tell us something about yourself that everyone should know. Yeah, I have a dog named Walter. That's the first thing everyone should know. I always, I, I always joke with people that, uh, you know, people always follow us on Instagram or Twitter or something for the band and. You know, I joke with them that, you know, maybe you start following me because of the band, but you're only going to get pictures of my dog. So I hope, like, if you don't like pictures of my dog, then you probably shouldn't follow me. <laughs> so Ty, okay, another thing about yourself there, I want you to know. Oh, boy. First thing that comes to your mind. First thing, first, first thing. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm engaged. <laughs> oh, congrats. Yeah, that's, that's a new thing. I'm getting married soon. So that's exciting. Congrats. And I'm sorry. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, Trey, know, you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um... I would say uh, I I secretly am 
very passionate about grilling. I know that sounds really stupid, but I now no. <laughs> I have a really nice grill set up outside of my house in Florida and the weather's like perfect all the time for grilling. And so I just grill stuff all the time. And it's like my secret hobby that nobody knows about that listens to my music. Well, everyone knows about it now. Yeah. I think that's good. I think we're going to move on from that or else. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I have, oh, okay. What, you have another thing? Yeah, we're both uh, obsessed with sports. That's really like our, our big thing is for Perfect. a band. It's very odd for uh, a band to be as obsessed with sports as we are. But we are we're very diehard uh, football fans. <laughs> cool. So, so that's, yeah, that's pretty That kind of wraps it up. You had two individual ones and then that just brings it all together with the brotherly love there. And you guys are like, there Oh God, go. rolling your eyes. <laughs> yeah. you Enough with that. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to kind of uh, jump back. So you've been, you guys have been in the music business for almost 10 years. Um, yes. I remember first hearing you guys back in MySpace, probably 2008, 2009 ish kind of time. Um, the glory days. The glory, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some would say the glory days. Um, I guess things have changed a lot since you first started. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. How have you managed to adapt to the changes in the industry while also staying creative and focused on your music, you know, outside of everything else that needs to be done? Yeah, well, right. I think it's kind of two, two things. And one is just you just have to be passionate about music all the time. And that's never going to change. And so for us as far as writing, recording, touring, all that stuff goes, you know, we've always had a passion for that and we've always wanted to do it and we've always wanted to find a way to keep doing it. Um, and so that's never changed over the years. Um, and then the second thing would be just adapting to all of the industrial change with technology and social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess Ty can probably, he, Ty runs more of the social media stuff, so he can probably give a little more insight onto how to keep up with that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you just have to be willing to to adapt to the way that the industry grows because, you know, like think about today with Spotify and, and Apple Music, like, you know, they didn't have that however many years ago. They had some streaming services, but that's kind of where the industry has gone. You have to be willing to to accept that and find ways to turn the changes that were potentially scary at first into strengths, you know what I mean? So like when MySpace kind of died down, like a lot of bands really lost their steam and they, they didn't know how to like transfer over to, okay, we're, well, it's a Facebook world now. So, you know, we don't have Facebook music pages like we had the MySpace layouts and all that kind of stuff. So you just have to find different ways to connect with fans based on what, what the industry gives you. You know, like today we've got Snapchat and, you know, all sorts of things that we didn't have necessarily in those MySpace days, but you just got to be willing to, to experiment and figure out how to capitalize on the opportunities that you, that we do have with technology and whatnot. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. I used to perform under the moniker Euphoria's Depression back in the MySpace days and, you mm-hmm. know, it really took off. And then when MySpace kind of, it really suddenly kind of disappeared. It mm-hmm. was a real, I think a lot, I, I know a lot, I lost a lot of people there. I did a lot, mm-hmm. lose a lot of people because I didn't know, I don't think anyone really knew how to, transfer that over and i think the big lesson that uh, ross and i talk about on the show is get people's email addresses because you just never know when a social media platform is going to suddenly disappear you know right, what i mean and right. there goes all those people you know what i mean that love your music but i mean there's a lot of other artists that they love too that they're that you might just be forgotten right right you know? no, it was so easy for people to forget about you and mm-hmm. you know, even going back to the email thing i mean that can even be hard because we we end up with a lot of fans that are college aged 
people. And so they usually have college email addresses. And then as soon as they get out of college, they're not using their college email address. Getting you. So even though that's better, it's still easy, very easy to lose people or to, you know, for them to kind of just stop using that email account. And then all of a sudden it's just the dead name on your account. But definitely, I, you know, one thing that Ty and I have over the years kind of figured out is that you, ha- you do have to find ways like that to strive for, um, more long-term ways of keeping in touch with people. Um, so because like you said, any day a social network could just no longer be in and it could just die. And then whatever steam you've built up on that network is just gone. And so you have to, you have to have either a more consistent way of keeping up with people or just something that's going to last longer than whatever the next bad social yeah. media is. You can't put all your eggs in one basket, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've actually, uh, we've spoken to a few musicians who work with family members. Um, how do you two work together? I mean, I would assume, well, since you're still making music together, um, do you feel that you each individually bring something very different to the table that together you create something that you would never be able to do individually on your own? I would say, um, yeah, because <clears throat> different personalities, you know, work differently together and um, Trey's, Trey's a little more you know, right brain, right brain. I'm a little more left brain or I don't, I don't even know which one is which, but I know we're opposites. <laughs> so, so in ways where like, I'm a little, you know, more creative in certain aspects and he's a little more like down to the detail and it, like it helps for recording because he could remember all these presets and settings and, and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, just push the button and I'll sing it and play, you know what I mean? So it's like, he's good. At, he's great at that. And something that I wouldn't be able to figure out, he's able to help me with, and then, you know, if he's stuck on a writing song or something like that, I've been able to come to him and help him in those times. So I think we kind of make each other stronger in the areas that we're, we're weak, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we definitely oh, have like that. pretty well-defined roles on the business end of things, too, because um, obviously being an independent band for close to 10 years, you have to have some kind of business savvy to be able to make it work. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to write a song and that's it. Um, if only, yeah, if only, <laughs> right. But <laughs> if only uh, we could just be the artist. Yeah. But so, it, you know, even in that sense, you know, t- like I alluded to before ties a lot more social media savvy than I am. And then I'm a lot more kind of on the actual business side of things, whether it's dealing with contracts or, um, booking or just day in, day out of emails and shipping out our merch and all that kind of stuff. Um, definitely a little more, I guess I have a little more organizational skills and Ty maybe has more like social people skills kind of thing and so we definitely complement each other well in that role and uh any anytime one of us we've had a few times over the years where one of us has maybe gone out of the country or like i was on my honeymoon or something and so like the other one of us has had to take over the other person's role for a week or two and it's been a disaster you know like you know i get (laughs) so much crap because all he does is sit on social media all day and i'm like oh your job's so easy and then you know, I have to do his job for a week and nothing gets done and we lose all these followers. And I'm just like, I just hate this. So. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that's hilarious. Funny. I think yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we, go ahead. That definitely helps you appreciate what the other does. Right. I think. And that's exactly. important. I think it's important exactly. that you kind of experience both sides of it so that you, um, so, that, so that you know, you know, that everyone is doing their part. Everyone right. has their yeah. role. Um, because yeah, it's it's hard to do it all by yourself. So it's, it's, it's really good actually yeah. that you can split it between the two of you, and that you've got different mm-hmm. strengths, and those are strengths that complement each other. Right, right. 
So um, in the intro, we talked about how the connections that you build with your fans are, are really important. Are there any instances of, of meeting fans that have really stood out to you? Like anything that, you know, that's happened that's really just kind of stuck with you? Yeah. I think um, Trey will tell you this as well. When we, uh, like the first time we ever played in uh, Canada was, was pretty cool for us because it was, it was a new country, even though it wasn't like, you know, overseas or anything, but it was cool to go to a country where we had never been to before and people were just like freaking out that we were there. We've had people, you know, drive from, I, I can't even remember, but one of these shows we played in Canada, this girl came um, from Montreal when we played in, uh, was it London, Trey? Uh, let's not talk about Canadian geography. Let's, you know, we can, well, yeah, we, we just come on, on far, let's stick to the We US, know a lot about you know, America. Can, come yeah. on. <laughs> my, Throw it back my, a little bit. <laughs> I do, I I do know time. that we played a show in uh, Minneapolis before where someone drove down from Saskatchewan and made like a weekend trip out of it. So that was, that was pretty, okay. a pretty significant distance. That was probably like 10 or 12 yeah. hours, I think, that someone... Yeah, and we've had it's people cool. drive up from Mexico to see us in Texas before. And stuff, oh, so that was cool that too. Was cool yeah, to it's it always blows our minds when people are are you know so you know they love our music so much that they're willing to sacrifice, like Trey said, an entire like weekend to come see us play live and stuff. And that was uh, the first time we ever played in Canada, and people were like screaming and singing our words back to us, like we they were singing so loud that we couldn't even hear ourselves on stage. And it was like, that was such a mind blowing thing of like, we've never been here in our entire lives. And it's just so cool that with the internet, somehow they were able to connect with our music and then come see us live and sing louder than we ever could have sang ourselves. You know what I mean? So it was, it's, that was a pretty cool experience for sure. I love that. I love that. Um, are you two ready for 20 questions? Oh, we're ready. Oh boy. Okay, now you guys are going to both do this at the exact same time, and we're going to see just how many you both agree on and just how different you guys are. <laughs> how similar you are and how different you are. Okay, you ready? Right, Here we I'm go. Ready. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Neither. <laughs> Meat I would agree with Ty, actually. And it already Neither begins. is a better answer. <laughs> Neither is a better answer, but I just I thought we had to pick one. Is so I picked one. You do, but it seems like Ty is going out of the box here and breaking all the rules. Yeah, I see the one he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll try. I'll try and stick within the ground. No, it doesn't matter. It's all good. Whatever works. I like it. <laughs> I would pick coffee over tea. I absolutely would. <gasps> Meat so. or veggies? Meat. Meat. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Twitter. The spill canvas or the rocket summer? Oh, that's. Oh, I'm gonna go with the spill canvas because one, one fell swoop was was one of my favorite albums. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we've I, had him I, on uh, the show. He's a past guest on the show, so I think we have to go with him. CD or vinyl? Oh, uh, CD. C CD or CD. vinyl? CD. Well, we did print vinyls of our new records, and it's awesome, oh, and they're super nice. cool. Nice. But uh, very cool. There's just a consistency to the quality of CDs that, unfortunately, vinyl. Oh, yeah. I mean, vinyls are cooler, but if I'm going to just go with an everyday in and out thing, then CDs. Sorry, we shouldn't be elaborated on every single question of the speed round. This <laughs> is really okay. slowing us we down. Like, we feel like we need to, ex we need to defend our answers. It's gone from a lightning <laughs> round to more of like a slow storm. Yeah. You know, just a little bit of clouds in the sky, maybe a drizzle of rain. <laughs> 
That's terrible. <laughs> We're the worst guests ever on this show. No. No one's a no one's <laughs> no, <laughs> no one. So Orlando or Miami? Orlando. Orlando. That wasn't even that was a no-brainer. Education or experience? Experience. The office or arrested development? The off oh the office. the office. But I love arrested development too. City in color or Lexus on fire? City, City in color. color. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how many we can get in how many in a row we can get that you agree. <laughs> so talent or attitude? Attitude. Oh man. Talitude. Oh, can I, I love the word? Yeah. I love I that. <laughs> I love that. Man. Yeah, that's that's the new one right there. <laughs> Key lime pie or swamp cabbage, which I do not know what that is. I have no idea is. what that is either. Uh, key lime yeah. pie then? Because I, I don't know. I'll what have to go to key lime pie. Who, who, Ross, what the, where the hell did you get swamp I'm sure cabbage from? I just looked up like like foods from Florida and swamp cabbage <laughs> came up. It sounds disgusting. Like it doesn't what? sound like anything that Does, anyone should get, eat. Do you know ever. what that is? Does anyone know what the hell swamp cabbage is? No, no I think that's that was the most failed twenty. Like, qu- that was the most failed question we've ever had in our man. twenty questions. <laughs> oh, I'd love so to say Ross did it because he's sick today, yep. but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is because you're sick. I'll give you that. I'll give you one, Ross. I'll give you a. I'll give you a, a free a, pass. A, a free pass. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> So, football or basketball? Football. I get a no-brainer. Universal Studios or Disney World? Universal Universal. Studios. Batman or Superman? Batman. Batman. (laughs) I love it. It's a Texan. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Jackson. (gasps) Twerk or work? Twerk. Twerk. That was good. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Celine. Celine Dion. Celine. Whale or kale? Kale. You say, did you say whale? I said whale is in Yeah, you can't in, understand yeah, it because yeah. of that weird okay. accent of his. I'll say whale. I, 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 I really sound like I'm hating on you right now, Rose. Eat or no? Because I just no. I feel wrong. No. Say that I'd want to eat. Yes, you should. <laughs> There's nothing. It is just a rhyme. There's just two stupid things that rhyme. <laughs> Which one's your favorite, whale or kale? Whale, baby. Well, whale, but if we're talking food. No, yeah. it's it's just, you know, makes no yeah. sense. You know, okay. um, don't ever don't ever think it, Trey. Don't right. overthink it. Yeah, okay. don't overthink don't, this don't. part. Well, no one likes kale, so whale, obviously. You're, you're definitely more analytical, aren't you, Trey? I, I, uh, I overthink everything. You guys were talking about your differences. I'm seeing it right here. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. You're like, but wait, what's the meaning behind this? <laughs> Make me sound yeah. a little more lame. No, 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 not at all, not at all. That's <laughs> funny. Honestly, that, we could defend every single one of these questions. Of course. Bet because I'm the same way, Trey. I'm the exact same way, and my, it drives my wife crazy because I, I was I was like the philosophy major, so like everything she says to me is kind of like, but why? She's like, God damn it, just do the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make so sure you worry. leave that part in the show. <laughs> if you're if you're feeling lame, Trey, I'm a hundred times more lame. Okay. Um, Bet Midler or the Riddler? The Riddler. The I didn't Riddler. hear the first one. I'm just gonna go with the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. The other it was Bet Midler or the Riddler. The Riddler. Yeah, I'll do the Riddler. In the final question, <clears throat> the most important question, mm-hmm. Ross 
or Marcio? Trey. Oh, I thought it was Trey and Ty. Ty. I thought it was Trey and Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm, I'm gonna pick the only one I can see right now. I think that's a fair, a fair assessment. Not that I'll, I have I'll a preference you, towards you guys. Thank you. Right, I was the, hoping you guys would at least be diplomatic like that. I, I'm I was, cool with that. I was trying to get. I was hoping Trey was gonna answer one. I was gonna answer others. So here we go. <laughs> there Perfect. we go. I'm, I'll take that. I'll take it. That's teamwork. We call that. That's. Lame sticks with lame, Marcio. That, that, felt like, that felt like a very convoluted 20 questions, but you know what? We got through it somehow, guys. And, <laughs> you know, speaking about getting through, um, you know, I, I want to know, you know, for anyone who wants to kind of get through this crazy music industry and have a sustainable and long-lasting career like you guys have had, um, what advice would you offer? <clears throat> um, um, I would say don't give up ever. You know, that's... You have to be persistent in this industry and you have to be willing to get your hands dirty and do like, like you said, you can't just be an artist anymore these days, especially if you're doing it on your own. You have to be willing to figure out how to work the Twitter game. You have to figure out how to work the emails, the contracts, you know, that kind of thing. And if you, if you're committed, you know, you can, you can always make something happen for us. When we were growing up, it was all about, oh, being signed, being signed. And then we realized that, hey, we don't have to be signed to have fans. Like, we can, we can do this on our own. So I think DIY, DIY is, uh, is super important. If you're driven enough, then you can, you can open some doors. Yeah, I think I, I was going to say the same thing. I think persistence is probably the most important thing. And not in, um, to go along with that, just not getting discouraged because you're gonna hear people say no in this industry and whether that's trying to book a show or whether that's pitching a song to a producer or pitching an album to a label or or auditioning for the voice yeah what you know whatever it could be you know at the end of the day you're gonna hear no a lot more than you're gonna hear yes and you just have to a have a product that you believe in and whether that's yourself or your album or whatever, and then B just be willing to hear no and keep going and keep trying because, you know, there's so much music out there and a lot of it's really good, but a lot of it is about finding the right fit. And just because one person doesn't like your music, well, maybe they're not into that genre or that style anyways, you know, so it's about finding the people that are into your music and, and it goes the same way with, within the industry and, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times that we've had our music rejected from, I mean, like our first album that we ever submitted to Pandora got rejected, you know, now we're on Pandora all the time. And I, I still don't think that like they've ever actually accepted the album, but like they play it now because enough, you know, enough of our fans are on Pandora searching for the Icarus account that like they've added us into the, the repertoire, you know? So it's like, you kind of just have to, if people say no, like you just have to force them to eventually listen. Um, and it's the same thing with venues. I mean, I can't tell you how many venues have turned us down and turned us down and turned us down. And then we've just figured out a way to go to that city anyways, and eventually met somebody that works at that venue or a local band that has a connection at that venue or something. And then the next time we come to town, we're playing at that venue. And, you know, you kind of want to say like, stick it to him and be like, I told you so, or like, you know, make a snide remark, but you know, you kind of have to be more gracious than that because at the end of the day, it's a business and they're just trying to do what they think is best for their business. Um, it's also a waste of your energy to do that. I mean, you guys are moving forward and you guys have accomplished what you've done because I feel just by talking to you guys and seeing your career flourish, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's being persistent and 
and focused. And if you're putting your energy into, oh, this person never did this, <clears throat> or this, that, where's that going to get you? And, you know, right. as, as you do this for a while and you grow older and wiser, you know, you start realizing, well, you know, the people who do give you a chance, those are the ones that are worth your energy. Those yeah, are the ones you right. stick with. Those are the ones you keep moving forward with, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, the other thing I would say, you know, we've kind of, I guess, stuck more on the persistence and business side of things, but just in general, as an artist, um, you should really always be improving. And whether that's, you know, as a writer or as a producer or as a performer um, or all three. Um, but, you know, one, one thing that I find funny is how many people want to make it and want to make it, but like they don't, they don't grow, they don't grow or, or like they don't, um, they're not willing to do the work on their craft. Like I've, I've been lucky enough now as we've gotten bigger as artists and kind of learned how to produce and record things that I've gotten to work with some other artists kind of in the producer role. And, um, I'll sit down with them. And the first thing I do is I look at all their songs and we start working on the songwriting. And I start asking them questions like, well, why did you write the melody like this? And why did you put this line in it? And why'd you do this? And you know, why don't we look at this verse and try and rewrite it? Cause it's not as strong as the other verse. And, they'll kind of look at me and they're like, Oh, I've never, I've never thought about doing this with a song before. And I'm like, well, you should, you should be doing it with all your songs. Like you should be, you know, working this hard on everything and really analyzing and um, critiquing your work and making sure that you're releasing a great product. Because if, if it's not a great product, then you can't be mad when people don't want it, you know? And so you have to make sure that you have a good product. Yeah. Well, speaking it. of something great, your new album's out. Uh, uh, you can I like tell- what you did there, Ross. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm fast becoming the king of the Segway, um, <laughs> the king of the Segway, <laughs> self-proclaimed king of the Segway. I have to have to add. Like Did they ride those in you... Scotland? Is that like a big thing in Scotland? They just ride Segways. No, different kind of so Segway. Much. Okay, different kind of Segway, but yeah, not so much. Uh, I think the only place I've seen people riding a Segway was San Francisco, and there seemed to be everyone was on a Segway when I was in San Francisco, but. That was a strange time. But <laughs> going back to, to the album, so if you can quickly tell us, uh, you know, a little bit about it and where, where everyone can check out. Yeah, so our new album's called Over the Moon. Um, we came out with it June 21st. It's been the, the past couple of years of uh, our writing, and we're really excited about it. We, we love it. We're really proud of it. Like Ty said, we're super proud of it. We kind of, like you guys said earlier, we released our first album kind of EP when we were in college in 2007 and we had no idea what we were doing. And, you know, for a while we kind of tried to release something every year and um, we thought that was really important and it, and it was at the time, but we got to a certain point where we realized that we had, we had a lot of songs out. And so what we, what our fans really needed wasn't necessarily more Icarus count songs, but we needed better Icarus count songs and not that they maybe didn't like the songs that we had, but it was just as part of our growth and part of our, growing process as as artists was you know we wanted to do something better um and a lot of that had to do with the production of things and you know because we're unsigned you know we've never had a huge budget for recording so we've always done a lot of our own recording and um we've gotten better over the years but we still felt like we needed help kind of filling in the gaps and stuff so we really took a lot of extra time both with writing the songs for the album and then kind of picking which ones we actually wanted to use for the album and then um, probably spent almost, well, really like two to three years, if you count the time that we started recording demos, but almost a full year of actual in the studio work um, on the album between when we started tracking and then by the end of the mixing and mastering and stuff. And just really not necessarily trying to redefine our sound, but but trying to make it to where um, 
it was just more polished in the studio. And, and we had a lot of people throughout the years that will come up to us and be like, man, you guys sound even better live than you on the album. And they were trying to say it as a compliment in the sense that like, oh, we can actually sing, you know, a lot of artists these days sometimes because recording technology is so good, can't actually sing the notes that they put on their albums. But to us, it, like I kind of took it as like, well, then like we probably need to make better recordings if we're really that much better live. <laughs> Um, and so that was a big emphasis for us with this new album. And, um, you know, hopefully that comes across and as people listen to it, but we feel like it's a little bit of a more mature sound than I guess maybe we've had. Um, and it's the first full length album that we've done since 2012. So it's been a long time coming and, uh, hopefully, hopefully people give it the time to check it out and listen and think that it's as good as we think that it is. Well, we're all excited about it. And everyone can check you guys out on the IcarusAccount.com and all the popular social media accounts, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and all that fun stuff. You said you guys are on Snapchat too. You guys Snapchatting yes, away. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, you'll get more dog Ooh. stories and pictures. <laughs> That's all everyone wants. Um, you can find us, uh, as in the show, on uh, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Just search Bridge Atlantic. Uh, you'll find us come say hey you know leave us a comment tell us what you like about the show all that kind of stuff uh, we love to hear from you as for me i'm working on my second full-length solo album and you can be a part of it at marcianavelli.com slash pledge i'll also be following that up with a north american tour and uh, so on and so forth make sure to follow me on twitter facebook instagram and spotify which are all my name marcio novelli and i'm working on websites for various artists just now you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, the Rockstar Advocate, Buck Naked Soap Company, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes. Please check them out because they keep this show alive. If you'd like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Uh, we've got packages starting from as little as $1 per episode. Um, so if you want to be one of those awesome people, then uh, join us on there. Trey and Ty, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for coming on this show. The Icarus account. I mean, I remember listening to you guys back way in the MySpace days. And uh, I mean, it's, it's so wonderful to see uh, other artists that have kept going, haven't given up. And uh, I mean, it's all they the better going for and it. Keep going and keep getting better. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I love it. Seriously, a huge thank you to both of you guys. Thank you guys. Yeah, it's, been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 